Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In today's prophecy update, Pastor J.D. wants you to consider an important question. If you knew the rapture was just months away, how would you change your life? What decisions would you make? Pastor J.D. asks this question because he believes the rapture is close at hand and he wants everyone to be ready. Jesus is coming. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on November 22nd, 2020. For today's update, I sensed from the Lord, after diligently seeking the Lord, that I was to talk about how everything we're seeing today that is happening in the world may in fact be the final warning of God's judgment coming upon this world. (laughs) Yay, how perky is that for... That's the bad news. Here's the good news. The good news is that while it may be God's final warning to the world that His judgment is coming upon the world, He's also about to take His bride out of the world. I believe soon and very soon. I want to preface today's update with a question to consider. Please know that it is a question that I ask of myself. And the question is this. It is a hypothetical question, but think about this. If you knew that the rapture was only months away, not years away, months away, what would you do differently than what you're doing now. Let me ask the same question in a different way. Again, hypothetical, no man knows the day or the hour. Please understand I'm in no way, you know, setting any dates or making any predictions. I'm merely posing this question of what if the rapture were literally only months away? What kind of an impact would that have on your Christian life, on your daily life? What would you do differently if you knew for a certainty that the rapture was that close? What kind of changes would you make? What kind of decisions would you make? What kind of priorities would you have? What is it that you're currently doing that you would no longer waste your time doing? 
if this were the case. And I'll take it a step further, and I would just humbly ask that you hear me out on this. Um, If you knew that the rapture was only months away, uh, would you still post that on social media? If you knew that the rapture was only months away, would you still spend that much time doing what you're doing on social media? Okay, one, one more, one step further. If you knew that the rapture was only months away, would you spend that much time watching Netflix or Amazon television? Dare I say even the news? If you knew that the rapture was only months away, what would you do differently? Who would you call? Who would you email? What would you do that you're not now doing? May I humbly suggest, and I include myself in this, that we would all do well to be found faithful doing it now. The reason I wanted to start this way is because of the swiftness, or if you prefer warp speed, with which everything is happening. I would suggest that the proverbial handwriting of the end is on the wall. I'd like to draw your attention to three reports, all of which were published by the Jerusalem Post, beginning with this first one on Wednesday about Israel, striking Iranian and Syrian targets in Syria in a response to explosive devices found on the border. The strikes hit eight targets from the Golan Heights to Damascus, including an Iranian military complex near Damascus International Airport. Israel has repeatedly warned of Iran's aspirations of regional hegemony and has admitted to carrying out hundreds of airstrikes as part of its, and this is in quotation, listen, war between the wars, hang on to that, campaign to prevent the transfer of advanced weapons to Hezbollah in Lebanon and the entrenchment of its forces in Syria where they could easily act against Israel. Speaking of war between the wars, or as Jesus said in the prophecy recorded in Matthew 24, wars and rumors of wars. According to the Jerusalem Post, it's rumored that President Trump last week asked for options on attacking Iran's main nuclear site, but ultimately decided against taking the dramatic step. This brings me to the third report which is about the breakneck speed under President Trump's Operation Warp Speed to distribute 
using the military a COVID-19 vaccine. On Tuesday, the Jerusalem Post published an article asking the question of, could mRNA COVID-19 vaccines be dangerous in the long term? Here's a quote. Israelis celebrated on Friday when Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced that the country had signed a deal with Pfizer Inc. to buy its novel novel coronavirus vaccine. But the fact remains that if Pfizer succeeds or Moderna, with whom Israel also has a contract, these will be the first ever messenger RNA, mRNA vaccines brought to market for human patients. When the world begins inoculating itself with these completely new and revolutionary vaccines, it will know virtually nothing about their long-term effects. The common denominator between these three, and quite frankly, many others like them, is that they are all prophecies in the Bible. Let's start with this Nat's eyebrow, and and yes, Nat's have eyebrows, uh, close (laughs) attack in Syria, on Syria. That's Isaiah 17. We've been talking about it for years. Verse 1, a prophecy concerning Damascus. Behold, it will become a ruinous heap, an uninhabitable city. It will be so totally and suddenly destroyed. Damascus. Happening now, as we speak, on the cusp. Again, a gnat's eyebrow away. A stroke of the pen away. I know that's an old metaphor. I'll bring my metaphors into the 21st century. A click of the mouse. Is that better? on October 25th, we looked at what I would argue are the top 10 Bible prophecies that are on the cusp of being fulfilled at what seems to be this aforementioned warp speed. It's not just that these prophecies stand alone are beginning to come to pass and are about to be fulfilled. It's that they're all on the verge of being fulfilled simultaneously. Simultaneously. I'm going to use this word unprecedented, because it is. Never before in human history have we seen anything like what we're seeing today. And it's worldwide. I mean, call me silly, I've been called much worse, but in my office I have, you know, these screens with different news channels, and I've got uh, I-24 in Israel, I've got, I'm not going to say the ones here in America anymore, because it's a whole other issue, <laughs> but I have, of course, Kahlo TV, our local Christian television station here, and then I have another television. We'll remain unnamed for now, because I'm kind of switching back and forth. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm looking at the Ayatollah Khamenei with a face mask on, thinking, 
wait, 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 wait. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's in Iran. And the reason the face mask is on is because there's this race for a vaccine so you can take the face mask off. See right now the face mask, and for for those of you wearing a face mask, God bless you, you understand that this place is a no mask shame zone, right? Good. Oh good. Oh thank you. Oh. I love you guys. See, I told you, this is why I love you. (laughs) And like you too. Um, You understand now that the mask is seen as compliance, right? But once the vaccine is out, the mask will be seen as not compliance, but defiance. Oh. Why is that? Because I'm not taking that vaccine. Well, then you have to wear a mask. And then you look at everybody else. Well, I'm not wearing a mask. Nah, 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 nah. I took the vaccine. And now you're seen as defiant. <sighs> okay, Lord, you're going to have to help me, okay? We, can we talk about the vaccine? On July 12th, We looked at how this vaccine may in fact become, yet future, the mark of the beast foretold of in the book of Revelation. Now, I'm not going to take the time to go in depth into this, but I think I'd be grossly remiss were I not to at least revisit an often asked question. And the question is, what do I do if I have to accept the vaccine in order to keep my job? Perhaps you've heard, you know, the campaign is very clever, by the way. No jab, no job. Have you heard that? That's real. It's a real thing. And many a Christian is faced with this decision now that the vaccine is coming out. It's just waiting for the approval that it will certainly get and then the military will be deployed to distribute said vaccine. And if you want to keep working and keep your job and keep your livelihood, you'll be required to take this vaccine. So what are you going to do? Please know that I in no way would ever posture myself as one to give medical advice, and as such I'll only share with you what I will do personally. I will not be vaccinated if I'm ever put in that position, and I very well could, like everyone else. And it's not because doing so would be accepting the mark of the beast, because the current vaccine, and please hear this, the current vaccine is not the mark of the beast. It can't be, because there's no beast, (laughs) so it can't be the mark of the beast, yet. And the reason it's not the mark of the beast yet is because accepting it, according to the book of Revelation, this is why it's so important to understand and know the Word of God. 
We, we live in a world, let me just say this parenthetically, and I, I say this in love. We live in a world that is most unforgiving of being biblically illiterate. That world doesn't exist anymore. You might have kind of gotten by and gotten away with that prior. No more. No more. We don't live in that world anymore. And that world's never coming back, by the way. So it's not the mark of the beast yet, because according to the Bible, Bible prophecy, the accepting of the mark will be in concert with pledging allegiance to and the worship of the image of the beast in order to buy and sell and work and live and pay the rent and the bills. And furthermore, this will not happen until the midpoint of the seven-year tribulation when the Antichrist demands to be worshiped, declares himself to be God. And that will not happen until the midpoint of the seven-year tribulation. And here's another reason why it is so important to know God's Word. Born-again Christians will not be here when the Antichrist forces all to take his mark because the church is raptured before the seven-year tribulation. Back on August 29th, we devoted the entire update to the sound doctrine and biblical proof of the pre-tribulation rapture, chiefly for this reason. Let me explain. I mean, if you're anything like me, and I suspect that you are, you're looking at everything that's happening in the world today, and you're starting to think, oh my goodness, this is looking at a lot like the tribulation. That's because it is. <laughs> Does that mean we're in the tribulation? No, it doesn't. <laughs> However, it's just the beginning. In other words, you see all of these things happen that will ultimately find their fulfillment in and during the seven-year tribulation beginning to come to pass now. By the way, maybe I need to say this. We are not in the tribulation. It is so important, I don't know if I can possibly overstate this, to know why we believe what we believe at a time when everything can seem so confusing and even terrifying. Be that as it may, the question still remains concerning the vaccine now prior to the rapture. And again, speaking for myself, I won't take it because of what's in it and the nefarious and malicious purpose of it. Now, if you are put in a position where you literally have no choice, and some will be and are even now, trust the Lord. Just trust the Lord. Don't think for a second the Lord's going, Oh my goodness, they, they have to take the vaccine. What are we going to do? Gabriel, Michael, get over here. I'm sorry I'm making it lighthearted, but does that make any sense to you? A powerful truth about how we as the bride of Christ 
long for Jesus Christ as our bridegroom. And I don't know if you've ever thought of it like this, but so too does He long for us. Why do I mention that? Because do you think that Jesus, our bridegroom, is going to let His bride get all bust up before He comes? That's a Hawaii thing. Okay, for on the mainland, that's busted up. Don't you think that He just can't wait until our wedding day? You be encouraged. God will see you through no matter how bad it gets or the decisions that you are faced with, especially in this regard. The Lord sees, the Lord knows, the Lord cares. He will never leave you or forsake you. All right, let's turn a corner here. Let's get back to the reason that I truly believe that this is the final warning from a loving God who doesn't want any to perish. So much so that He's appointed watchmen to warn His people that He was going to bring the sword of judgment. And He sounds the warning through the watchmen to warn them ahead of time so they'll repent. Because it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So the watchmen are set up in the city, and they're on guard watching for any threat, anything coming. And if they see something coming, they have to blow the trumpet and sound the warning. Because if they didn't, then the blood of the people was on their hands. This is Ezekiel chapter 33. Let me read verses 7 through 11. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore you shall hear a word from my mouth, and warn them for me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, verse 9, if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. Therefore you, O son of man, say to the house of Israel, Thus you say, If our transgressions and our sins lie upon us, and we pine away in them, how can we then live? Say to them, as I live, says the Lord, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn, turn from your evil ways, for why should you die, O house of Israel? The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. 
With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.